Hey, hello. Mike. Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, lots of lots of comic stuff. Oh, I yeah? Had, uh, yeah, I got... Uh, I signed up for the DC Universe uh, subscription this week. Oh, that's awesome. You know why? Because uh, we could pick books off of there to cover. Oh, yeah. Because that's how yeah, I read I, Longbow Hunters. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I've... Uh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not very happy that I waited so long because so they, they have so much stuff that I've like recently bought on Comixology. Yeah. <laughs> but, but their new, but, what was, did you buy it because you heard their new announcement? They're going to start putting all comics out there after one year or something like that? Um, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear that. And then I heard the, um, there was an announcement about them adding like like I forget what the number it was like ten thousand comics or something yeah, like yeah. this month yeah um so and then also too I've been wanting to check out the TV shows mm-hmm. um I uh, so I have been watching Doom Patrol all week oh nice you're ahead of and, me then yeah so have you watched any of it I watched the first episode. The first I've watched one. I've okay. watched all of the Titans and then the first episode of Doom Patrol. Nice, nice. Yeah, I I've only seen the the Doom Patrol one so far. I I I have to focus on one show at a time, so I just I'm going to go through Doom Patrol and then I'll probably check out Titans, but I know Doom Patrol is still ongoing. Yeah. Um, well, Doom Patrol's introduced in Titans, so yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. First appearance appears in there. Hearing about that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The uh, the first episode was good. Um, I li- I really liked the second episode a lot better than the first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm on like episode six now, I think. And they're on eight, so uh, you're almost caught up, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's really good. I'm really I'm really impressed with it. Yeah. So do you stream it to your TV or what? How do you watch it? Um I I've got like a little a little Chromebook, so I'll just yeah. I'll watch I'll watch it in bed like late at night after oh, okay. after we get the kids in bed and Yeah. I'll just put my my earbuds in and watch it there. Nice. Yeah, it's uh I'm surprised at the uh the amount of swearing and there's Sexual there's even situations. Yeah, there's <laughs> even nudity in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I I think it's I think it's good um, cuz it it gives you that kind of more of a more of an element of realism, I think, but Yeah. But yeah, it, it's kind of surprised me. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think of Titans too, especially the way it ends. I really like it. <laughs> so, so they finished their first season then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they have a lot of a lot of stuff on there. Like, even if it, it's such a cheap price that even if you like watch three episodes and you figure you pay, you know, two bucks an episode, you've you've gotten your money's worth. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, and, and then, then if you read in, like a couple comics, that's just even more bonus. Right. Yeah, I figure even if I like even if I didn't watch anything on there and just read the comics, I'd never get through all of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's well, I, uh, I kind of make it a point like every month because I have Marvel Unlimited and and that app to to at least read like six comics mm-hmm. and uh, watch a couple shows so on both of yeah. the the item the app just to make sure that you're getting your money's worth yeah yeah that's a good idea but they have uh, they've got a bunch of stuff that I've been wanting to read and haven't so I'm mm-hmm. I figure I'll just I'll just plow through that stuff. And well, it's a good way to read the stuff that you're missing out on too, like oh, yeah. Batman or whatever else, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'm really liking it so far. The uh, I I really like their animated movies too. Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of those on there. They sure a lot do. that I haven't they have, seen. They have a lot of. There's some documentaries on there too that are really good. I'll have to check those out. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I I've haven't been seen watching any of those. Uh, the old Shazam episodes. <laughs> yeah, I remember you uh, mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah, and I and then I saw Shazam the movie last night. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you take your kids or no? Yeah, I did. What did um, they think? So I was, I was really kind of like torn on whether or not I could take them because it was PG thirteen, right? Um, but I knew it was going to be you know more lighthearted, right? And so I just kind of looking at some of the reviews, um, it it from what I saw like it it. It, it said there was like no like sexual stuff, but there was obviously violence and some yeah, scary, there's some scary, scary moments. Parts. Yeah, they're monsters. So yeah, but my so my youngest is four, yeah. and she she's hilarious because she lo- like one of her favorite movies is Jurassic Park. Oh wow! And <laughs> and. I I saw that movie like the first one when it yeah. came out in theaters and it terrified me. Uh-huh. Um, so I I can't believe she likes Jurassic Park. But so she was kind of sitting on my lap and she was really scared. Like when the monsters were the creatures were out. Right. Um. So she like. She didn't really enjoy it that much, but my my oldest, who is six, she loved it. She absolutely loved it. That's great. Yeah, she had a blast. But she like she likes uh, you know Wonder Woman, and she yeah. likes uh, teen. She watches Teen Titans Go and all that stuff. So she she's really into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was cool to introduce her to a new character. I want to go see it again. <laughs> yeah, it was re- it, it was really good. Like I, it's one that I definitely will be looking forward to watching again. And I, I'm surprised how the comic book is so in tune with the movie. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was re so I reread the last two issues of Shazam um, 
today. Yeah. And yeah, like the characters, like even look the same. You yeah. know, Savannah. Yeah, the yeah. and the kids, like all the kids, look pretty much exactly the same. And then when especially they, especially their counterparts, when they turn into Shazam, they look like the, the right. Movie. Yeah, and I and I mean, with with Jeff Johns being so involved in the movie, I'm sure that was something he wanted to do. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I, I liked it better than I thought I would. Like, I, I yeah. thought I would like it, but I, I, it really surprised me. I just, I, I thought Zachary Levi or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, I thought he did a fantastic job. I liked he the diversity yeah. of the foster kids, you know, yeah. like it, I thought they like nailed their roles like each one of them had their own uniqueness and mm-hmm. they were all likable even the foster parents were likable oh yeah they they i thought they i mean the casting for everybody was perfect and i i really liked the 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 two that they got to play the parents i thought they were great yeah just spot on for me as far as like matching up with kind of the the tone of the the recent comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, Savannah was really good too. Yeah, he was a good villain, even though he's he's not like what I'm used to. Like, I'm used to the bald, decrepit science yeah, guy. Yeah, a little he, bit older. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of like Ibac. Who's that? That that villain that turns into that, you know, his own Shazam, except he was using the seven deadly sins. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like it. And then you kind of get a glimpse of what could be Black Adam, because there's that one scene where he's telling them the history, and they're talking about, like, in the past, this is what happened, and you see, like, fiery images... Mm-hmm. I, I I think that was the Black Adam misabusing his power. That's what I think. Oh so, yeah, see I I didn't even think of that, but yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, and then they had Mister Mind in there early, and I was like, oh, that's awesome because like <laughs> they enter it and you see him there like in a container, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They're putting in Mister Mind. Yeah, yeah. There's some. Uh some really good stuff in there I thought the uh, um, I thought the, the the kid that played Freddy was really good too yeah he was entertaining and he I don't know he was more lively because Billy's character was he was kind of like the, the rebel that wanted to do his own thing yeah and he was more quiet yeah they had a good Mary Marvel. I mean, they they did a really good job with the cast. I I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah, lots was... of action. There was funny moments. It was very lighthearted in some moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, the darkest time I think is when the monsters were in the boardroom and they were ripping those people apart. Oh yeah. I think they bit yeah. the head off of one of them. <laughs> And he just, yeah, and he just, he just throws the, he throws his brother out the window. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. 
Yeah, it was a good it was a good uh good balance, I think, of a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It had some of the it had some of the darkness to kind of tie in with uh like the rest of the DCU. Yeah. Um but then it had the lighthearted uh more, you know, Captain Marvel type moments. Yeah. So Martin's kids said that was their favorite movie and they vary they vary in age pretty dramatically. <laughs> yeah. So I that's pretty interesting that they both said that. And and I hmm. know that uh Aaron's uh, kids like his oldest thought it was his one of his favorite movies, his youngest was scared. So yeah. <laughs> I think that fell in you know, there there's an age limit kind of like where you got to be cautious because it's pretty dark yeah and i the the yeah the thing about my like my youngest like she like she she likes watching like scary stuff yeah uh, which is odd um because like her her sister doesn't but um i think she was just in a weird mood last night so i I think if if we if she, she saw it at home, I think she would like it. Did she like it like at least the lighthearted parts with Captain Marvel or? She she did, yeah. um, but she was just like, <laughs> I, I think the scary stuff kind of put her in a bad mood. So yeah. like I I would ask her about different parts, and she was just kind of grumpy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> She, so she wasn't really giving me anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So we have a, a couple of books to talk about. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, uh, Longbow Hunters aside, um, what was your favorite of the three titles we read that were current? Um. So it's uh, it's either I would say it's it's close between either Shazam or Green Lantern. Um, That's interesting because my favorite was Martian Manhunter, <laughs> like by a landslide. Wow! Yeah, huh. it was it was a five out of five for me. Where what uh, what's the last what's the latest issue you have of Martian Manhunter? I think it's four. Four, okay, cool. Yeah, so we're at two, the same three, then. Four, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, so I reread I reread Shazam and Green Lantern today. Um I didn't get to do a reread of Martian Manhunter. Um yeah. so maybe maybe that's why. Um because I'm well, I, re- I, I did read it back to back in all fairness. So like we already covered one. And yeah. then I read two, three, and four, like at like four a.m. Like I got up at like really early one morning, and I was like, I can't sleep. And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna read one, and I'll probably be knocked out. So I yeah. like read one, and uh, I was like, Holy crap! I gotta read the next one. So I ended up <laughs> staying up to like five reading it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and see, I haven't. I haven't read them since they came out. So, and I mean, I read four this week, so four is fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that was it because when I reread, when I reread Green Lantern, because that was probably my least favorite 
and then I reread it, and some more things clicked for me. And I, I'm really, really enjoying Green Lantern right now. And then Shazam, I, I think, is just, is just really solid. Yeah. For me, I, I think I like Green Lantern second and then Shazam. As much as yeah. I like Shazam, there's just a... I don't know. The, the Green Lantern, it, it reminds me of the old school Green Lantern when he was back in the 20 cent issues and he was mm-hmm. appearing in the back of Flash. <laughs> and he yeah. had that little star on his his shoulder. <laughs> so it, it reminds me of of that era of Green Lantern, and I think it. I don't know. It's it's sort of really clicking with me. Yeah. Even even though I could see like the, I could see the writing on the wall with Green Lantern. In other words, I kind of knew what he was doing early on. Like there was the one issue. Let's just talk about Green Lantern. Why not? Um, yeah. Green Lantern, well, I love the issue where he goes against that god. Um, Mm. (laughs) Because it reminded me of Star Trek V. And I I know people shit on that movie, but I I just love it to bits. You know, like when it's got Cybok or uh, Spock's brother and he turns into like a god. Is that Search search for Spock? No, it's uh, it's number five. So you have... Search for Spock is three, and then four is the one with the whales when they come back to Earth, and then five is the brother. It's actually written by William Shatner, and uh, that one gets a lot of shit, but I I tend to like, like, movies that people don't like. I don't know why that is, but, like, Superman 3 is, like, one of my all-time favorites, and and, uh, Star Trek 5 I like a lot, even though I like 6, I like... Two, the Wrath of Khan, probably the most, but then I like six, and then five, <laughs> and then then I rank them accordingly. But those are my top three. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like six and five, and uh, the Wrath of Khan. So yeah, those are my those are my movies. But it it kind of reminded me like you have this this weird alien, and he's like just auctioning off Earth. Like he's mm-hmm. like yeah. And they keep raising the bar. Like everybody keeps bidding. It it, it turns out to be a, a battle between uh, the apocalypse and the the dominators. Like they just yeah. keep they keep outbidding itself. Even um, uh, what was Calabac threatens the dominators, <laughs> and then they they they, they kind of give him the middle finger and they bid higher. <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're he, fearless. Yeah. I love how he says that um, that he needs to give the give Earth to his master Dark Side. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was really cool, and I like the. Um, I've always liked this in Grant Morrison's writing, but he always um, he's very. Uh, um, he's very like he likes to throw in. Um, uh different topical um thing like themes like he's like we talked about last time we talked about animal man and him talking about animal rights and stuff like that and and in this yeah he there's the one alien who says there there appears to be considerable damage to the ecosphere ecosphere 
Is this a self-harming world? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like. Yeah, to say like we're damaging our environment. The other thing I found that was interesting is that God-like being, um, he was the shepherd, I believe he is, but he looks like God. So like people on earth were sort of accepting him, like he's making our lives better. We even have powers now. Like uh, Tom, uh, Hal's friend, was exhibiting powers, and he's like, yeah, we should we should go this way, you know, let him buy us and let us take, take him, let him take us along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Hal's like, you know, everything isn't what it appears to be. And, uh, it, it isn't because this guy will take worlds. He, he nurtures them. And then when he nurtures them to what he wants to be, he eats them. <laughs> so he's yeah. like a, a planet eating <laughs> God. And, and he uh, actually how shows the people of Earth what he really looks like. Yeah, what he really looks like. <laughs> but I like that he took the shepherd actually had the world vote, and it, yeah. he, he counted the bacterias and insects and everything. And they <laughs> they go, well, they, aren't they the dominant species? The bacteria outnumbers the yeah. people. <laughs> That that was a really that was a really cool little uh, detail. I thought. Yeah, I really liked that. And uh, and then Hal Hal's talking to the. Um, I guess he's a politician or whatever. The guy at the podium, and he uh, he says the shepherd carves up the planet and eats everything. I know you can't condemn future generations to that. And he says, oh, I think we can live with it. <laughs> but I think that's a stab at our current administration. It is, yeah. And it's, that's what it's I love totally about this. that. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's saying you, you're all about the buck now. Like, make the money now, but you're not caring about generations from now. Yeah, and I think they're – I mean, that's – that's what, in, the way they're doing in, it. They want the yeah, money it's, now. It's intentional and it's blatant. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I really dug that issue. And then re- it, it it ended on a cliffhanger where yeah. he sort of kills the auctioneer. Like yep. he just, the ring goes off and a bunch of nails come out of his ring and it just kills him. And you're like... And it's like, oops, didn't you? And then Hal's like, didn't you see him coming at me? Coming at me. That's that's another political statement, I think. Yeah. I mean, indirectly. I mean, you don't have to read too much into it, but it's it's something. Yeah. Yeah. And I I like I after like reading these three again, three, four, and five. I really like this version of Hal. He. He's a little bit more like Guy, maybe. Like, he kind of does... Um, it, yeah, because Guy it, did it the undercover is, jobs and stuff. Yeah, and so he's, I, he's a little bit more short-tempered, too. Like, him killing that guy. Yeah. Because uh, he, he really is trying to... I don't think he really killed that guy, though. I think it was all part of a ruse by the Guardians for him, oh. for for the other Lanterns to lose 
faith in him and him become wanted and stuff. But, uh, but the Guardians yeah. were like, they wanted this to happen so he could go undercover and take down the Black Stars. Yeah, I I see that now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you read it, he's kind of doing the, the things he's doing to lead the other Lanterns astray. And the, it's, it's almost like when you have a cop and they have to go undercover and they have to do the dirt, like... right. They go they so far, do, yeah. Yeah, do things that they wouldn't normally do. And that's when you, like, see, okay, he's going undercover. This is what he's doing. He, like, betrays himself as, like, a a four-armed space cowboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Clint Eastwood or something sitting in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the one... One black star she recognizes immediately. Hey, I I know who you are, and mm-hmm. then and then he has to convince them that yeah he went against the guardians and betrayed them, and now he lost his ring and he gives them his ring. He basically said, yeah. "Here's my ring to prove it," and uh, he 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 essentially goes undercover. The art I think by Liam Sharp is amazing. Like, oh my god, yeah. I, I think this is his best work. Like, yeah. I, I know him mostly from Death's Head and Marvel, and he did a lot of Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. But th- this by far, the way he's drawing the aliens and the way he the... like layouts the panel and, and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just going to say that. His panel layouts are they are different than anything anybody else is doing. And yeah. they're amazing. Like he's really getting creative with the uh, the panels. The 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 thing that, well, I think he drew, the, he drew a hell of an Adam Strange and Alana. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, the way he depicted Sardath, I, like I I love Adam Strange. So just throwing that in there, like, made my day. And they made him like the the thing that's odd is it they changed Alana to be white again because Alana was black in Justice League United. Mm-hmm. And now she's white. Like the way she 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 was before to the new fifty two. Yeah. So I, I found that that interesting, a little bit odd. But I went with it anyway. I'm like, how how does that change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in uh, in four, I don't know if you noticed, but this was something that really stuck out to me. That I and it may not mean anything, but I just thought it was awesome. Um, in the uh, when Hal is disguised as the cowboy, uh, sitting at the table. Um, and you, you have like the hawks kind of in the background, and then you see uh, Sun Boy in the background. Mm-hmm. That was I thought that was really cool. Yeah, there was a lot of little things in the book that you know, like Easter eggs if you pay attention. Yeah, <clears throat> and then the uh, issue five I thought was awesome. He has to go through that. Uh, 
has to go through that little, uh, I forget what they called it, but that little, basically like that little gauntlet of like, basically like hell, um, to, to become a member of the, uh, the black stars. Yeah. It's the initiation phase. Yeah, I I thought this issue was awesome. And then uh, at the end, uh, Hal has a pretty big choice to make. I like how the Adam Strange issue, where like Adam Strange is captured and he's like, "Hal, you're here." Yeah. And then they have like the he's like, "Thank God, you're okay." Okay, Corral, and he he kills him, like he kills Adam Strange. At least you you're led to believe, as as part of his initiation. Oh, was that issue six? Yeah. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, yet. you don't have it? Oh shit! No. You missed that. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's issue six. No, that's okay. <laughs> well, good, good. I didn't I didn't spoil the big ending then. Yeah, because I was, I was saying at the end of five, like he has to. At the end of five, though, he he didn't meet Adam Strange, did he? Yeah, because Adam Strange is chained up, and oh, and okay. um, what's her name is like, uh, prove your loyalty, kill Adam Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read all the way through six. So I'll I'll lay off of the ending of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think six kind of wraps up the first arc. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it it doesn't it wraps it up but doesn't like it leads you into like what the next arc is going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, these uh, th- this series definitely works better like back to back because there's so much that happens in one issue. Yeah, I'm glad I I read comics the way I do because I, I get more out of them just reading like four, three or four issues than if I just tried to read it as it came out and then wait a month and then try to read it again. You yeah. miss a you miss a lot, and not only do you miss a lot, but it's harder to remember stuff. Whereas if you if you read them back to back to back, you you tend to like it gets more ingrained in your head on what's yeah, happening. You, you make uh, you make more connections um, yeah. with what they're doing in the story. Yeah, it's uh this this series is definitely pick really picked up for me. Yeah. I I, I like it a lot. Good stuff. So uh we can jump to uh Martian Manhunter if you want. Yeah. And that one you did get two through four, right? Yep. Yep. I yeah. think I think I think I just like I like the take on this because it's it's kind of an orange an origin story, like a retelling of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like adding more depth into what a Martian is, you know? Like, oh yeah. I just dig it and it puts it 
it puts a, a different spin on it that I like because he, he doesn't seem like he, at least when he's on Mars, that he's like the pure cop. Yeah. But, but when he gets to Earth, I think he wants to be the pure cop because yeah, he, know, he knows what happened and what he did bad. Right. Yeah, it's like he's trying to make up for it. Yeah. It's like some sort of redemption, and I, I like it. And that's what I, – I also like that the Martians could could look differently. Like they, mm-hmm. they like hit a certain age, and then they like can choose their shape. It's like now you're – you're coming of age and you're an adult and you can be what you want to be or look the way you want to look. Yeah. And, uh, he looks, uh, I think it was one of maybe it was maybe issue one, um, where, um, they kind of, he kind of looks different, like around his family than he yeah. does around other people. Cause like his wife, makes a comment about his his him not being in his like normal shape or whatever yeah. and it but shows is... that like why he's corrupt in some cases because his wife gets ill well like a lot of them are getting ill and he like makes a deal with kind of like the bad guys that i'll look past all of this if mm-hmm. you let my wife and kid get out of here, you know, like avoid this thing. And his wife is sick and they mind meld again. And she's like, why won't you let me in? Like, why, what are you hiding from me? (laughs) Cause he still has something to hide. And it's probably his, he's not being totally truthful on his occupation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, I think the villain, the villain is a Martian. In yeah. Cur- in current yep. time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the it's one of the Martians that he did wrong. Like at least that Martian feels the manhunter screwed him over. Yeah. So he's the one that killed the family and left the daughter alive. And they're that's what who they're trying to rescue is the daughter. Yeah, and the the Martian uh the Martian makes I can't find it right now, um, but he makes uh, mention. Uh, he says something that makes you um, that makes you uh, think that he. Well, he obviously knows like that the Manhunters were corrupt because he makes a remark about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, yeah, he, uh, so he says you'd invade this human's mind as if you have the right manhunters don't change, but yeah, so he has something really against the manhunters, um, and, uh, this is, uh, there, there's a lot going on in this, like, it's, it's almost, uh, Parts of it kind of read like a horror comic almost. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, uh, you know, kind of the police side, and uh, then the, 
the stuff happening on Mars, or well, that's what, did, that's what did I happen love. on it, Mars. I, it, pl- it, it pays tribute to, like, his original origin. So the mm-hmm. scientists bringing him down from Mars, and then him getting involved, like, trying to be invisible on Earth and trying to find his way, and he runs into the situation where there is a John Jones. Yeah. He's, he's the the cop's partner, and he he gets essentially killed, so he assumes the identity of that cop, mm-hmm. and he he finds out he likes it, like he wants to be this cop. Yeah. And, and um, because of the incident where they wreck in the fire, she freaks out that he's an alien. Like she's <laughs> like, I want nothing to do with you. Well, and she kind of thinks that he he killed. <laughs> At first, she thinks he killed John Jones. Yes, yes, because he's telling her the origin. He said, you killed my partner. And then he yeah. explains what happened. And uh, she still doesn't want anything to do with it. It says, we're still going to investigate the missing girl, but I'm doing my thing and you're doing your thing. We're going our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And she... Uh, I forget which issue it was, but he... He made a comment to her, um, basically, uh, they were investigating something after, after the car accident. So she, she knows who he is, but, um, she doesn't like, she doesn't quite realize how long they've been working together. Yeah. And he makes a comment about that, like you don't realize how many how many cases we've done together and how many years we've worked together, right. or how long we've been partners. Right. So th- he's been on Earth for a long time, and the current case they're working on is the case with the other Martian that slaughtered that entire family. Yeah. And left took the little girl, who's kind of sort of being tortured. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's trying to like morph her into something. He's doing like weird experiments with her, and uh, I don't know what he's exactly doing. But I don't know, man. This this thing is really. I don't know if it's scratching an itch because of all the JLA we read together, and you know, Martian Manhunter was a big part of it, mm-hmm. and um, Scorch, you know, all that stuff we read. Yeah, and it's just like. I don't know if it just like made me real into the character and and now this is just adding more. So mm-hmm. I it's like I I just thoroughly enjoying this. Matter of fact, it's probably my favorite Steve Orlando Riley Rossimo book. And they they hmm. worked together a lot. Like they did Monster Men in Batman and they did Yeah. The Batman Shadow, which I absolutely loved, and Shadow Batman. Yeah. Yep. But because uh, I love the shadow, I I love what he did with the shadow. But um, I I love that they made the shadow one of Batman's like mentors. <laughs> I thought that mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. But this is just ah, it's really good. I just I'm I'm really happy with it. And like Riley Rossimo's art, like I've read proof, I've read him a lot, and most of his stuff from Image. Because that's mm-hmm. where he st- sort of grew a fan following, and I don't know what it is, but maybe it's his like Martian interpretations and stuff. But 
it's really working for me. Like it's really his art style is very different. It's not classical. It's, yeah. But for some reason, this is just like hitting. Like I think it's his best work, and I've I've read a lot of Rossimo stuff. I just think it's amazing. I love how like his partner's detective, like the way he exaggerates her hair. It's like ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculously <Yeah>. high. <laughs> I mean. It, but uh it's, yeah it's like a 50s hairdo yeah it's crazy but i really i think it it's hitting the mark well i think his style really fits with this his style really fits with this character and this world um like the mars stuff is like really trippy and really fits his style well and then the um even the the stuff on earth like there's a lot of um there's a lot of scenes where um characters like expressions and things are distorted like you see you see um a couple of the scenes from the point of view of that iguana yeah um, and it's yeah, and then like the horror type stuff really fits the, his style too, I think. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good fit, I think. Mhm. Yeah, and it's also interesting to me, like that when he's taking his daughter through the museum, and <clears throat> the one the one Martian is getting to to get her final you know, figure and they're going through the museum and they actually see all the, the cavemen. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Like those are earth cavemen. (laughs) I I wonder what they're going to do with that. Because Hmm. that, that means that Martians have been to earth before. Yeah. Well, in the, uh, yeah. In this, uh, this other, this other Martian, um, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know how long he's been on Earth, but basic, but he says something to that girl, um, like she, she's telling him to stop, like what he's doing. Yeah. And he says, "I haven't stopped for centuries." Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he was doing that, doing these experiments on Mars also, or if he's been on Earth for centuries. It could be. Yeah. They haven't really fleshed him out, but I think he, the way I interpret it, is I think he is one of the guys that Martian Manhunter was dealing with, because it shows those three. Yeah. And he kind of has a similar form uh, when. Martian Manhunter breaks into the room in Mars, and there's those three guys there, three aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I thought was interesting about the about this sickness on Mars, um, mm-hmm. it kind of starts as I, it starts as like the like the media like spreading the fear of it. Mm-hmm. And because they're talking about, um, uh, I can't find the the page it is, but uh, basically, um, John says, 
he's talking to his wife and um he's talking about how if the 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 fear of the sickness gets you know widespread then it really could it really could be a legit thing you know yeah cuz like that's how everything spreads among the martians is through their like collective consciousness or whatever right like when they mind meld. Um, well, the way they're adapting this, it's like whatever's going around, I think, is what kills the Martians. But yeah, yeah. There's there is mention of the White Martians, and in the pre fifty two stuff, the White Martians are, I think, are what slaughtered the mm-hmm. the Green Martians. Yeah. But I, so so I'm interested in like seeing what they're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. I love this book. I'm, I am surprised that I like it so much. I, I it's just hitting me at the right time at the right place. And yeah, it it's good. It's uh, it, it's it keeps like um uh, kind of the same um the same. I guess the same uh, – it keeps the same kind of elements of Martian Manhunter, but then introduces just enough difference to it to make it interesting. Yeah. And uh, it ends on a, a cliffhanger with that one Charon guy going after Martian Manhunter. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if he did something to the female cop cuz she pulled him over earlier. So um Oh, that's right. Um she beat the crap out of that dude. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he actually pulled a gun on her. Well, so he probably he probably let her do all that just so he could get close to John. Yeah. Cuz I mean he he probably could have just killed her. Yeah. Yeah, this was I I this was kind of my highlight of the week for me. This this yeah. one in Final Crisis cuz I'm rereading that and I'm just I'm seeing shit in that re, in the reread that I really didn't see. <laughs> and maybe yeah, it's, it's because I've spent so much time in the fourth world, uh, <laughs> in Jack Kirby's world, that this is just like, just hitting me. I don't remember loving it this much in the first read. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah, I saw you were reading that. I, I've been looking at that on the DC Universe. I've, I've been planning on uh, starting that myself. And holy crap, J.G. Jones on art is just, <laughs> oh, it's glorious, man. It's yeah. glorious to look at. And it, and then back then I was reading it month to month. And I, I think now that I'm reading it all at once, it's making a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something I try to do with everything is – yeah read it all together to give it like a second chance. Mm-hmm. 
So we got Shazam, but how far did you get? How many issues on this one before I spoil this one? I got to make sure you got. Um, I'm up to four. Okay, that's what I had. Yeah. I wasn't sure because I, I lost track of like what week they came in, and I thought Shazam four came in the same week that Green Lantern six came in. So I was like, oh, I wonder. Uh, if... Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I on this one I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure on this one if I had five or not cause, so I had to look this one up and um I think four was the last to come out. Yeah. So um I don't remember too much from one so I read two through four back to back to back. Yeah, so I think in one they just they find the they find the subway. Right, but all the kids are there, so you right. know that, and they open the the I don't know if it was a cabinet or a, some kind of door, and then they're near the Rock of Eternity. Right. And they're it's like the Earthlands portal, so they're mm-hmm. they're like from Earthlands, and they introduce all the different lands, so it becomes like a sort of very Harry Potter-ish, but I think yeah. it's got like classical elements that sort of explain like parts of Fawcett City because mm-hmm. you have the, I think it, is it the Animal Lands or where, where Takitani is? Yeah, it's uh, the Wild Lands. The Wild Lands. And yeah, they have the Monster Lands, which I I imagine is going to introduce the Monster Men because that's a big thing in Shazam history. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how all these different lands play play in this world. But it it, it is kind of strange, and I, I found that one kid that that is in the um, fun lands to be really creepy. I don't know. There's yeah. something about him, you know. Yeah. Well, he's like. Uh... He just, he seems like you're, like, stereotypical, like, just bratty, like, kid, you know? Like, he's, he's like, the the type of kid that always, like, gets what he wants and... He does, just... but he has a, if he's telling the truth, he has a bad backstory. So he was sort right, of abused. Right, And he sort right. of takes in kids that are abused. So in that aspect, he's kind of heroic. But, but the... he really hates the adults. Like, it's it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever seen Logan's Run, but it's a masterpiece. No, I haven't. Logan's Run has this idea. It's got this, like, sanctuary, but they have... It's a science fiction with Michael York. And they put crystals in, in the palm of their hands and at a certain age i can't remember if it's like 21 or 22 you have to like sacrifice yourself to the the energy like it's 30 when you become 30 barb Mm -hmm. just shouted at me and gave me the age she she loves loves logan's run too and it kind of reminded me of that aspect because king King kid is the kid that runs that and he like knows like mary marvel is a certain age like she doesn't belong there 
And then when Billy turns into Shazam, he's like, well, you're an adult now, you know? And you know what I do with adults? And he's basically got them down there as slaves, you know, keeping Funland running, you know, running the rides, creating gifts, doing whatever they need to do. Um, yeah. But they're slaves. I'm trying to think of what his character reminds me of. I know it's it's something from a movie. Twilight Zone, it... the movie? <laughs> No, like his his character. There's another character that it reminds me of, but um, but basically, like he um, like he had the bad backstory, um, but once he got that wand and kind of started getting everything he wanted, it's like it it's like it turned him into a different person, you know, um. Because well, as he, soon as you, you you know he's evil, kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like as soon as they mention like that they have to go home, he just like turns, you know. Yeah. Well, he wants to be the seventh. Yeah. Like and he they... he he knows about the power. He knows that there's seven, and he's like, "You only have six. Let me be the seventh. Tell me the word. Tell me the word." <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, Mary was smart enough to not trust him. Yeah, she was the only one that didn't trust him. Right. At first, which makes sense because she's the oldest. Right. Yeah. And they sort of all get into a scene where he captures Mary, captures Billy, Pedro, and Eugene end up in the game lands. Mm-hmm. Which looks really weird. It's like a video gaming world. <laughs> yeah. It uh, it reminds me of the. Did you see? Uh, did you see the the latest uh, Wreck It Ralph movie? No. Um. There's like a. There's a. There's a part in that movie where they go to. Uh, they go to this like they get into this like computer game basically and uh it reminds me of that cuz it's like a kind of like a car race kind of thing I haven't seen either one of them but I think I would like it They're good. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh I mean my my kids love them, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're pretty good movies. But yeah, those little those little clown guys are creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up in in the game lands and Darla and Freddy end up end up in the wild lands where Takitani's there. Yeah. And uh Tawny's trying to work on not eating people. Or yeah. not not eating his friends. That's right. And they they're like an, anamorphic characters. They're all anim, animals, and they really don't seem to like humans there. Yeah. They don't trust them. They don't trust anybody from the Earthlands. At least they're, um, or or they're just not. Uh, they just have not had any experience with humans maybe yeah and Dar- darla is real naive and everything and ooh, there's a talking <laughs> animal can i give you a hug <laughs> yeah i love how she hugs that cat that cop 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, get it off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little bit of Savannah in this. Uh, I don't remember that. Where's, let's see. Savannah is gather. He has like this magical book. And he has to do various things, like he's forming a cookbook. And one of them is he goes to a doctor's office and kills a kills a doctor, or captures a doctor because he needs that doctor for a spell. I don't remember what issue. I just remember. Oh, that, that must happens. be in. That it's must be earlier too. Two. Yeah. 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 But we do get to see uh, Black Adam at the end of uh, 4. Yeah, and he doesn't look too happy. It looks <laughs> like he's going to be the one to save him, though. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> he's like, these idiots. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks awesome on that page. Yeah. I love the art, Eaglesham. Yeah. And even the... I think issue two, Eaglesham didn't draw, but whoever his replacement was, he he did a hell of a job too. Like yeah. they, DC's been really good with like, hey, this is our style for this book. Don't deviate. So they get <laughs> artists that have similar styles or can do, yeah, um, a similar type book. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that because then it doesn't. There's less of a risk of art taking you out of the story for an issue. Yeah. His name is Marco Santucci. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he's actually credited with some of the pages on Dale's issues too. So. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're working hand in hand. Maybe that's why it looks so similar. Like, it's hard to tell unless you're paying attention. And, yeah, and there's actually a third on issue three. There's a third artist listed. Yeah, Mayo Nayoto. Yeah. Nayato. Hmm. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. I, I liked it. And it played well with the movie. Like <laughs> it's like yeah. I didn't expect it to be like everybody looking exactly like the cast and <laughs> you know. Oh just... yeah, the the adult versions, they look exactly alike. Yeah. Um especially uh I mean Pedro and Eugene, like yeah. they Man. Darla looks like Darla. Um Yeah. It's yep. really close. So um, that before we get into our last book, which is Green Arrow, Longbow Hunters 2 and 3, it's amazing how much I forgot about that book. Like, I thought in Green Arrow, Longbow Hunters, that her torture was worse than... Like, when I read it when it came out, it seemed... A lot worse, and I I thought they cut her throat, and hmm. I didn't see that here. Like I thought yeah. that's how her, how she lost her 
her scream and that's not so that must have happened somewhere else <laughs> but uh before we talk about that i want i'm gonna have a contest in this oh yeah this episode and uh it's not gonna be easy <laughs> because i'm giving away the full six characters of batman black and white they made plastic versions of them i don't know they're about three inches tall and uh they're the various artists so it's like the statue but in plastic form and they do have some weight to them so they're yeah. not extremely light um and nice. i got three sets of them and this this one i wanted to have a contest and i thought one of the things that they could do is tweet us an image of their favorite character that they drew. And I don't care if it's a stick figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care what it is. It could be drawn on a napkin, a piece of paper. It could be digital. I don't care. Um, you, you, you draw me your favorite DC character, and that'll be one of your tasks. And the other one is to retweet this episode. So oh, if nice. you retweet it, or even you can just like it. If you do one of those things, then then uh, you will be able to you'll be entered in the contest, and then we'll draw the magic number from those entries. And if no one, I mean, if only if you're the only entry, because nobody wants to draw on a napkin, a stick figure, or, <laughs> or whatever they want, <laughs> then. Uh, you could be you could win just by default if you're the only entry there you go yeah so um that that's how to play that contest and the best way to uh to to win is to follow me on twitter at mike myers brunch and it's m y e r s and um when you do that and then when i post the episode which will probably be tomorrow night. Um, all you have to do is like it or retweet it. So that's one of the things you have to do. And then you have to retweet me an image of your favorite DC character that you have to hand draw or digitally draw or scratch it up on a paper. And it could be a stick figure. You don't have to have any artistic Or ability. you could also scratch it up on a cave wall. You sure can, <laughs> just like uh, Bruce Wayne did. Yeah, I'll be curious to see those drawings. Yeah. So you will win a set of all six. Yeah, they they have them at Walmart. What what I ended up doing is just buying a box, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was a box of because they're blind they're blind characters they're mystery like you don't know what you're when you buy. A package at Walmart, or you buy oh, it from okay. the comic so they, shop. You don't know the character you're getting. So it's like a single, it's like a single figure per package. Yeah. And then you bought like the whole crate. I bought the box, and it comes with um, 24 characters. Oh, nice. So um, you uh, open them, and I. What I was surprised is there were equal distribution. <laughs> like huh. it, there wasn't like a. So it wasn't completely shorted, random. It wasn't completely random. There were three sets of, you know, six. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I got mine through Diamond, not through Walmart. So I don't know yeah. if the Walmart ones are different, but. Hmm. That that is how you you play the game. Um, 
follow me on Twitter at Mike Myers Brunch, and um, when the episode goes up, I don't, I don't know what episode it is. Let me see. Oh, uh, it's like thirteen or fourteen. Let me verify. Just. Yeah, I don't know. I. Uh. When fifteen goes up. Ah, oh, 15. So we have 14 out now. When 15 goes nice. up, you will be able to... Uh, I'll, I'll title it Batman Black and White Contest. <laughs> and uh, when that one goes up, you can listen to the episode, find out how you win, but you just have to do those two things. Sketch, sketch your favorite character. It could be absolute crap. Try to make it identifiable at least by a symbol. So like if, yeah. if it's Flash or Shazam, just do a lightning bolt on a stick figure. But <laughs> so try to make it so I at least know what your favorite character is. Even if you like yeah. jot down the name. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that's how you play. But in order to play, you have to follow me on Twitter because I won't know you liked it. Um, I'd be curious to know if any listeners of this don't follow you on twitter already yeah that would be interesting <laughs> i'm sure there are a lot because maybe some of them listen because dc noise has been around a while yeah i don't even remember if twitter was big when we start it must have been big because eric who i started with was big on twitter a matter of fact yeah, when, he I mean, passed, I... when he passed somebody um, on another podcast was kind enough to send me a DVD of every single one of his posts. You know, they, they like wrote an oh, API wow. into the Twitter and he had a significant amount of posts. And what I did with that DVD is I sent it to his family. Yeah. So they, they had it. Wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so, really cool. Huh? Yeah, it was very cool that, you know, for him to do that. Yeah. And uh, if you ever get a chance, listen to that episode. There were a lot of people that loved him. I mean, he was very um, prolific on the interwebs. (laughs) A Mm -hmm. lot of people knew him. Yeah. So um, did a lot more... uh, on Twitter than I ever did. He was he was always on there. But uh that's how you win the contest and I think it's a pretty good prize and uh, you know yeah, I'll pay for, for sure. shipping and uh you just once I I find out how many entries there are I'll pick a name out of a hat. But I'll probably use a random number generator um mm-hmm. in all actuality and and then I'll announce the winner. I'll I'll direct message you on Twitter, and uh, you can send me your shipping ad you know information. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, now we can cover the Green Arrow Longbow Hunters, which I read like three weeks <laughs> ago, so it's kind of <laughs> not too fresh in my head. Yeah, um, but I know the. I know the history is is pretty a big is a big deal. The thing I didn't remember 
is how like when I read this when I was young I was like devastated of, of what they did to Black Canary like yeah. I, I was I was like holy crap now the way their comics are written I'm very desensitized to what they did to Black yeah. Canary so it was, was more gonna, of a yeah, big that's... deal like when you read it back then as opposed to like rereading it now yeah, this was probably pretty dark in 1987. Yeah, uh, it was very dark. <laughs> I mean, because there's a lot of blood on her. Yes, um, and he was gonna and, con- he was gonna continue. Yeah, like that guy wasn't done. Like he wasn't done torturing her. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, it's it's really like nowadays this is like nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially when you have comics like um die 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah from image <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, this there's was a uh... lot of intro into stuff though like i don't know how long how much green arrow you've read not a whole lot um but if you read the Mike Grell series, lasted a long time. It was like a hundred. It was over a hundred issues. Yeah. And he actually killed Green Arrow in issue one hundred, mm. I believe. Um, the way he died is they were trying to take down something, and he was on a plane, and he couldn't like let go of the bomb. Yeah. Um, and Superman said, "You know, I can rescue you," and he's like, "I don't, you know, just." go just do what you need to do and I'll take care of this and he sort of blew himself up mm-hmm. and Green Arrow was dead and that's when Connor Hawk took over the role of the book mm-hmm. and they even did like hard traveling heroes with Con- Connor and Kyle so they did similar uh, thing that Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams yeah. did with them back in the 70s which I just found out didn't sell well. I was I was very shocked. Somebody read a fanzine that they canceled it because of sales. <laughs> huh. And you think how critically acclaimed that is now. You it's know, so hard popular tra- now. It is so yeah. popular now. Yeah. I, I was shocked to hear that. I really was. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's funny how um, popular interest changes so drastically yeah it's like it became a a phenomenon (laughs) yeah after (laughs) because that's like one of the the things that people mentioned give me a green lantern story and yeah they'll say jeff johns probably their first thing that they say you know sinestro core war or blackest night but Mm -hmm. If they want to go older, they'll they'll mention Hard Traveling Heroes by Denny O'Neill and yeah Neil Adams. Yeah, the, I liked the uh, there was kind of the little behind the scenes uh, kind of competition between uh, Ollie and Shadow. Yeah. In this. And uh, the one one part I really thought was awesome was the uh, was when Ollie went to the tattoo parlor, and he was asking the guy about the tattoo. Mm-hmm. 
that he, that he saw and he described the tattoo to the artist and yeah. the or artist or expert or whatever he was but he was telling Ali um that it was a yakuza tattoo and and that um he thought it would have been done by this uh <clears throat> this uh tattoo master this Japanese master yeah. that died before 1960. And the cool thing is, Ollie's like, that doesn't sound right. The person wearing this would have had to have been a child when it was done. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And that That is cool. And, and it, and that's why she's seeking revenge on these this corporation, you know, these people. Yeah. They killed her father, right? <laughs> yeah, and they... Yeah, they they put the family in an internment camp and then they I guess when they got out he they they tracked down the father and killed the father. Yeah. Very very similar to Amiko's story on um on the current arrow. Oh, interesting. So 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 Shadow was in the TV series, I think, in the first se- uh, season. Yeah, but she they, was. But now they have his sister, Amiko. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting how they change things on the show. But Amiko is... Um, Amiko was uh, introduced in um, Jeff Lemire's run, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, Amiko in this one, you know, was the sister he, he, sister he didn't even know about mm-hmm. and s- s- someone killed her father or her mother sorry her mother and now she was out seeking vengeance on that hmm. but they 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 flip it they flip the script in in the TV show <laughs> um and the other thing that that's interesting they they do a lot of things in the TV show like there 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 is a bronze tiger in the TV show. You know, there's a Ben mm-hmm. Turner. He was in the when when he was in prison. Yeah. And ben Turner's son is Connor Hawk. But, oh, interesting. But it, his last name isn't Hawk. His his name is Connor uh, Turner, but he calls him My Little Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like a little Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What can you refresh my memory if you remember? What mm-hmm. happened to the serial killer? Did Shadow kill him? Oh, um cuz that was an issue 1. Issue then... 1. Uh Let me think. So cuz there was the there was the guy that was killing all kinds of women. Yeah, he was and the he had, he had a rela- he was the tunnel rat. He had Yeah, the Vietnam. He had, the, he, had he had he had worked with these guys in Vietnam. Like the two guys were in Vietnam. The the two bad mm-hmm. villains in this had the yeah. tunnel rat. Yeah, I've got I've got issue 1. Uh Oh, you know what? I think I just put yeah, I just put issue. I filed issue one away today. Yeah. Um. So I can't 
can't quickly find it, but um, I think I think the shadow shadow killed him. Yeah, I think she did too, because um, Ollie Cause... was chasing him down, and yeah. he he uh, he like knocked Ollie out. Yeah, and started a fire. Right. Um, and I think she saved Ollie and killed. And later uh, killed him on the street. I think she put an arrow in him. Yeah, I think you're right. Cause she killed several people. Yeah, she she beat Ollie to a lot of people. There, and... There's one scene I really like. Okay, um, in in my girl's run, that hundred issue run, Eddie Fry's is a huge part, a oh, huge part of the comic book. Like that he's, sniper guy. Yeah, the sniper guy. So this introduces Eddie Fry's, and they're. He's hired by these these two corporate dudes that are smuggling drugs and all that stuff. And uh a matter of fact, they like helicopter to some place cuz they want to smuggle these drugs in. And there's yeah. a scene in there where Shadow's Shadow wants to kill these guys, so she's got an arrow on them and she's in the crosshairs of Eddie Fry's. Eddie's ready yeah. to shoot her. And yep. man, Ollie shoots an arrow like right, right past higher. her head, like yeah. whoosh, and it tags Eddie. Like yep. it, it doesn't kill him, but it hits him good. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, he he's pretty out of the picture out of that. Yeah. <laughs> what I, I thought, thought was that aw- scene was badass. Yeah, I did too. Uh, what I thought was awesome about that was, um, like a couple pages before, like when you first find out that Eddie's there um the the one guy asks him what uh where's your man uh where's your man uh fries and he says oh he's here somewhere but you won't see him until it's too late Mm -hmm. and they show him like hiding like in a tree or something and uh, of course Ollie sees him because the guy's not the guy's nowhere near as good as Ollie. Yeah, th- that is. But yeah, awesome. that was a cool scene. Let's see. Are there any other highlights that I want to mention? I just I I find it odd that Dinah really was like i want to do this on my own Mm -hmm. like i that part i don't get because if she didn't i i know she was going in deep she was undercover that's how she got she got captured and then was being tortured they would have killed her like ollie Mm -hmm. found out where she was and went there and pretty much saved her right before she was gonna die i think it was very yeah oh yeah yeah and uh and they have that big discussion a second time and Ollie's like you know what you're right Dinah we we can't have kids like w- the situation we're in right now we can't bring a child into this it, it, yeah it's a different situation whereas in the first issue he he was really contemplating he wanted a kid like and mm-hmm. was shocked by her telling him, you know, you know, you know, we, right now we can't have a kid. Yeah. Another cool part that I liked was, um, so the end, 
uh, when this uh, forget the guy's name. Uh, see if I can find it real quick. Uh, um, forget the guy's name, but he's basically gonna get away with everything he did, and Ollie's waiting for him in his office. Yeah, and Ollie's telling him how he can, um, he can pin like he can pin a murder on this guy, even though the guy didn't commit the murder, and the guy gets mad, and because uh, the guy basically told Ollie that he was going to get off without any punishment because Ollie plays by the rules and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, as Ollie's leaving, like the guy pulls a gun, and then Shadow shoots the guy from outside with an arrow. Yeah. Um. So basically, like she, she knew Ollie wasn't gonna kill that guy, because Ollie was trying not to kill. But, um, but she didn't. She doesn't have a problem with killing, so she basically kind of helped Ollie out not only by saving him you know from the <laughs> twice <laughs> from the yeah she say not only saved him but then she kind of helped him out by killing this guy so he doesn't get off get away with what he yeah. did yeah but I did think it was funny that Ollie kept the the money that that guy gave oh him. yeah that's right I forgot that's an important part yeah That really, I forgot to mention that. I, I should have put that in my notes because I don't have the books in front of me. I read it. I read these digitally. I own the originals, but I didn't want to yeah. lift those long boxes. Um, and I, for some reason, I can't easily when I do something digitally. I can't easily um scan it as well like when you have the comic in front of you you could thumb through the pages real fast yeah and it's like i have to load it and then i have to wait for it to load and then go to the right page and <laughs> and you got to swipe your screen and yeah. then if it if it doesn't work quite right then you Alfred gotta shows up <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is a, it's a hassle trying to scroll through on digital ah Yep. I, any other things you want to mention on longbow hunters? Um, I don't think so. I mean, this yeah, this was really good. I liked it. It, um, I can see how it could be. I can see how it was so popular, like, because for the time that it would have come out, I mean, this is pretty, like, it's pretty violent. Um. It's it's pretty dark. It's kind of sexual, um, kind of. Oh yeah. They were in yeah. the sack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh it always made me mad though, like Ollie loves Dinah. Like that's that's his little bird, like his pretty bird. That that Yeah. But he never could keep it in his pants. <laughs> I yeah. mean he just Yeah. <laughs> He makes he makes mistakes, and I know that humans make mistakes, and that's what they're trying to say: is this guy has as much flaws as anybody. Yeah. But he has 
perfection there for him. Like, oh yeah. But maybe I mean I gotta read more into this because maybe he really wanted a kid because that's how Connor shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this was good though. I liked it. Uh, the uh, it 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 looks like some of the uh, there's a couple like there's a couple like double page spreads of like just this forest and like a mountain, um, and it looks like it's a yeah, it looks like it's a painting. Um, it just it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of the like the other pages look like they're really heavy pencil and maybe uh, maybe like watercolor or something. Yeah, but, I think it is painted. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Yeah, he's one of my favorite all time artists for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, with his work, and I think it's because he sticks. Like, he stuck with titles for so long. Like, Warlord lasted forever. And then he also did uh, Green Arrow forever. Yeah. And he has lots of other work that he's done, and Legion, and all kinds of other characters he's done. John Sable being one of my Mm -hmm. favorites. Yeah. um, Yeah, he's always been a favorite of mine. He's even done some covers recently for New 52 Green Arrow when they're doing the double covers he had like six covers of green arrow as cover bees hmm. so um yeah i like it but uh having said that what do you want to do next uh time um i don't know uh let's see um why don't uh why don't you pick our like our older book okay um like something that that you want to revisit, or even if something that you want to read for the first time. I know you've read a lot, but I'm bringing up the app now to see if it's something that we both have. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. I'm already knee deep in a uh, final crisis. Let's see. All right, I'm searching. They have a lot of stuff now. Let's uh Let's see what is this an invasion aftermath? Maybe not. So many good things to choose from. It's yeah. <laughs> they have they have stuff, but it's still not like a lot of stuff. Like it's yeah. Some of them are only they have like, like odd odd types. Or... Of, yeah, it's like odd types of issues too. Like they'll have six and seven of Manhunter. Yeah, which I, which I was looking for. Um, 
let's see if uh, they have Birds of Prey, Gail Simone. Oh, that'd be good. That That's actually something I've been wanting to check out. Comic series. Okay, they have the four issue. Let's see, they have five issues of that. 22, 1999. Let's see what this one is. Yeah, let's... Let's do the first two issues of Birds of Prey, uh, 2010. They have them. They have the first five issues, but let's do the first two issues. Okay, first two of Birds of Prey, 2010. There it is. Okay. Cool. So that's the the brightest day tie-ins. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, those will be good. It's got some Lady Blackhawk in there, and I kind of want to oh. read some Lady Blackhawk. Cool, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll do that. And then if you want to pick what you want to do on current stuff. Okay. Um, let's see. Just uh, trying to figure out what we haven't talked about for a while um do you still get damage uh i i never i never was oh, getting you never damage, get a damage. um okay. yeah um let's see uh well we haven't i don't think we've talked about justice league for a while have okay. we the, no, the regular justice yeah, league let's do that can, can we do it a I don't know how far back are we. We're probably like six issues down. Probably at least. I just because I like in my last shipment, I got like four issues of Justice League, including the annual. We must we must be close to eight. It might. I, I uh, bet you anything that that we haven't read it in quite a while. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh... I'm looking at our episodes, trying to see what we uh, when we last covered it. Um, it wouldn't have been the Bendis one. I think the last issue we covered was thirteen. Uh, looks like 14, The Secret of Hawk World. Yeah, in, uh, episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. We covered through 14? That, yeah, that's what it says on here. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, uh, see, I just got, I just got up through 19, I think. That's gonna be quite the the reading cycle then because we have we'll have to do 14 or 15 through 19 um actually no i think i've got up to 20 yeah 20 plus an annual so why don't we just do justice league okay justice league and then birds of prey yeah yeah, that'll be good because then we can really talk a lot about what happens in Justice League. Yeah. Because that'll be a lot of stuff. Yeah, it will be. 
Cool. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, it's just quite a few issues. We've fallen behind quite a bit in that. Yeah, it's it's funny looking at the episodes. Um, I guess I I need to keep track of those more and like what we what we cover when because I yeah. didn't realize it had been so long. I think we're due we to, about that to talk about Odyssey and um, Justice League Dark too. Yeah. So um, that we probably have to cue that up along with uh, Detective because it hit the thousand, and that's a double. Yeah. That's a triple. I don't know, quadruple sized issue. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be good. Can't get too far in that, so maybe that's next time we'll do Detective. Because, okay. Uh, cool. We got quite a way to 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 go on that. <laughs> Yeah, and because I that think... one's a twice monthly too. So, right, and I don't think quite as much has happened in Dark and Odyssey. Yeah, as as that one, and then the regular. I am looking Justice forward League. to Dark, though. I mean, uh, Odyssey, because I heard the tr- change of writers was really well received <laughs> when Abnet took over the book. Yeah, it it's it's funny like lately it seems like he's he's usually the guy they switch to on on different random series, you know? Yeah. Like he he always seems to step in and take over. Which is good. I like his writing. Yeah, so do I. <clears throat> cool. So I, I think that wraps this up and uh you can reach me on the Twitter and you're going to need it. At Mike <laughs> Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Brunch is like in brunch on Twitter for the contest. And uh, you could follow me in the episode threads there. And you're Kyle, or K Pettit. What was the numbers after that? Uh, K Pettit 5. K Pettit 5. So yep. are, is, is your uh, Twitter open or is it closed? I can't remember. No, it's open. It's so, uh, it's open for all. Yep. Spell spell yours out because it's they uh, should include you on the their submissions on the drawings okay. too. Yeah, I would like to see those definitely. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's uh K P E T T I T the number five. Yeah, so tweet us both if you're entering the contest and uh the drawing that you do. Yep. And and um, also we're available on the website, which is dcnoisepodcast.com, and we also I'm also on the Facebook, which DC Noise Podcast. You can click the like like button and follow the episode threads there as well. So uh, I think that ends it, and we'll talk again in, in two weeks and cover some Justice League and Birds of Prey. Yeah, cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that's kind of cool though. As this app gets more material, it oh yeah, we have a way of sharing stuff, you know, issues to say, you know, I I'll, let's cover this. Oh yeah, and it'll yeah. be easy to cover something on a whim. That and I, I like the idea of us alternating too. So like, if I pick this time, you can pick yeah. next time. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to always pick stuff because I want you to get some get some stuff you're interested in too so yeah what i wanted to do was the 
the Manhunter series, either the one by Mark and Draco or the the John Ostrander Kim Yale, but they only oh, okay. had the invasion tie-ins for it. So, hmm. um, well, you probably haven't read that, right? No, I haven't. And the especially the Mark and Draco, it is so good. Like you would eat that up because it, <laughs> it, it you you love the JSA, right? Yeah. Oh you, yeah. You would love because it it's the same sensibilities as the JSA in terms of legacy. Like it's, it's just brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Well, hopefully, hopefully by the end of this month, they'll add more. Yeah. That'd be cool. We'll see how that turns out. Um, and and then I'll finish my final crisis because it's such a good read. (laughs) Yeah. Oh are my you reading, are you reading like all the all the tie-in ones too? I I haven't decided if I'm doing it, but I'm just reading the main right now. Yeah. Because I remember liking the tattoo one, the tattoo man a lot. I forget what that's called. I think it's Final Crisis Inc. Um, and I remember liking the Spectre one. Like that was phenomenal, phenomenal. Like it's mm-hmm. it's. That's what I should have picked. God dang it. <laughs> oh, have you read that? No, I haven't read Final Crisis. Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh it's one I've been I've been I've got it it's on my basically my to read pile. I've got it on Comixology and now through that DCU app, so Yeah. Yep. If it turns into like Marvel Unlimited, it'll be a really good app. Oh yeah. Because let, yeah. like let's say you finally want to read Batman. You, yeah, you'll be a year behind, but you could still read it. Mhm. You could just marathon. And they're quick reads too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's worth it just for the art. Um Oh yeah. Cuz he 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 gets some I mean Tom gives gets some good artists for his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh Let's wrap this one up, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. And thanks for joining me. Yep, thanks for having me. All right. Cool. Talk to you later. Yep, see you, Mike. Bye.